This is the Tech Talks playlist from Web Summit. I'm your host, David Savage. We've been going around Web Summit and we've talked to five people from the conference floor, trying to find out why they're here, what's going on, and what the buzz is on the ground in Lisbon. This is your twice weekly technology podcast brought to you by the Harvey Nash Group, where we talk to leaders across the industry and bring you a bit of technology news. Hope you enjoy this playlist. Welcome to this slightly different edition of the podcast. I am joined by Akish. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I, I hear from my wife that London is quite cold. It's horrible. Uh, and apparently uh, <laughs> tomorrow it's going to be colder in London than it is in Iceland. Um, I'm coming great. home tomorrow. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sat here in a jumper and a t-shirt looking at you wearing a, just a t-shirt. Um, and yeah, a, a very a very thin linen holiday mm. T-shirt. Oh, We're not on holiday um, in Lisbon, where it's currently eighteen degrees um, for Web Summit, last day of Web Summit, um, mm. answering the big questions like should I buy a sporting Lisbon or Benfica top? No, actually asking some proper important questions. Although that is a consideration I want to make before I go home. Sporting Lisbon has to be. It's got to be right. Yeah, yeah. CR7. looks better. Looks better. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. What we've been doing out here is recording a bunch of interviews from the conference floor. So this is a a short chat about what I've thought about the last three days before we tell you to go and listen to these interviews. Where we've got Tally Market, we've got Jules Robertson and Laura Beals talking about hybrid working team dynamics. Sebastian Rettlinger from Germany uh, talking about uh, motion profiling, and that's the company Anari, um, which was basically founded because him and his mates wanted to find out how to surf better. It turns out it's got really quite good application into medtech. Uh, then we've got Margot Worsley, who is currently studying linguistics at the University of Oxford. So my question to her was, well, why are you here? Mm. Uh, and actually some pretty interesting insight that uh, that uh, companies should pay attention to. We've got an interview with Sandra Jorge, or Jorge, or Jorge, sorry, my obviously my Portuguese is rubbish, but she's from Be Close, uh, and she's bringing the local character from Lisbon to life, but also explaining how tech can help communities in the developing world access better healthcare. And then finally, uh, Paul Hamilton from V Together telling us why Facebook, although making terrible adverts, are actually being quite clever with Meta. So those are the five interviews that you can listen to. But uh, Akish, what questions have you have you got about Web Summit that you think the audience might have? Um, what's it been like? Because last year it was uh, virtual. virtual. So I guess what's what's it been like with, um, with with kind of actually meeting these guests and seeing their passion? I guess for their uh, their kind of you know what it feels little... really buzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Um... There was a lot of kind of nervousness about how many people were really going to be here. And I think yeah. about a month ago, they were saying like 10,000 people. And they've, they they ended up selling out 40,000 people, wow. over 50 of which, for the first time, over 50% are female. <clears throat> nice. Which is really impressive, actually, for a big tech conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I suppose like, you know, 2019, before the pandemic, you had 70,000 people here. 40,000 yeah. people and 70,000 people. They're both big numbers. Mm. Once you get to X tens of thousands, mm. you, you, you know, it's just a lot of people. It feels it feels like there's a lot of life. Yeah, okay, nice. And I guess one other thing that I was, I'm just intrigued. When we spoke about the Web Summit a few weeks ago, we were talking about sustainable, you know, kind of technology and, and kind yep. of, you know, things to help the, I guess, carbon footprint or our own carbon footprint and, and, and the way 
you know the, the environment and technology are going hand yeah. hand in hand should i say um and also it's quite timely with the climate change conference taking place in glasgow so has there, six, yeah. yeah exactly has there been any you know kind of organizations that you think you know have, have kind of shown yeah. or so you know what we've got a couple of interviews lined up for to, to record for, for next week or so when we get back to london um that we'll do remotely one with a brazilian company called litro de louise which is like liter of light which mm. is providing um solar panel solar solar powered um portable lights mainly for like indigenous tribes mm. in africa and i've spoken to another company um uh, okra ai who are providing off the grid energy um for communities in um in the rural kind of parts of the of, of kind of the, the developing world so if you're off grid um you can kind of put this technology on one house and then a small community can kind of form their own little sustainable bubble or, or wow. grid yeah. i think that's quite interesting because there's two that are like right let's have a look at practical examples of getting getting power to to people who don't have power and, and and as we're aware tech is a big enabler if you haven't got power if you're off the grid it can really hold development back mm. um and a big part of the, the issue around climate change is that a lot of these developing countries are going, well, no, we, we need to be on the grid. We need to be mm. burning fossil fuels to catch up with, with Europe. You know, mm. you've had your chance. Like China, the, the kind of accusation at China is, well, you know, Europe, you created this problem. We're just tipping you over the edge. Yeah. It's like, well, please don't do that. Mm. Um, but you can understand some countries saying, well, look, we, we, we need power to to move forward and mm. and green tech is quite expensive but it's mm. cool to see some inexpensive innovative solutions to give power to those communities yeah um there's a lot around kind of carbon and looking at how we can you know use carbon or in in, in slightly innovative ways there mm. there is a lot there thing i'd say web summit themselves have had sustainability talks and they might have had some sustainability talks on some of the bigger stages with with some of these companies but i don't think they have what they've had is on the big stages people like the ceo of shell and it's like you've got a platform here for something that really matters why not get some of these alphas and betas up on the on the biggest platform that you've got and showcase just what would be possible if we put a bit of money behind some of these innovative ideas mm, yeah no that's what i was thinking as well and you know having having organizations and companies or ideas like that yeah gives uh gives mr ceo or, or miss ceo of, of shell um something to, mr ben van bruin did you not yeah. see joe lights it um rip it rip him to shreds on channel four no i don't know uh, there's a documentary called joe lights versus the big oil company well worth a watch okay well mm. um yeah so yeah i, I just i just thought it'd be it'd be quite a, a good time to kind of speak to them about that and or, or see, yeah, you know. Because, the, you know, the, there's a very real thing that greenwashing definitely exists. Mm. And even, even you know, where you've got kind of AI and data creating a carbon footprint, a lot of organisations want the answers that make journalists stop asking questions rather mm. than necessarily making making changes. Mm. Um, mm. And we need to find tech that actually has, has some impact, right? Exactly, exactly, hundred percent, and and I think also finding, <clears throat> I guess, um, finding technology that will be able to, not just not just answer the questions or the needs that we have, but then in itself be something that is long-standing, um, you know, within the, the the kind of business and the organisation and the world, ideally, which seems to be obviously the, the talking point at the moment. 
yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of startups here who have real kind of social impact yeah. um stories at heart which i think is really positive um i spent this afternoon talking to um nomad her um which is a startup ran by um a south korean um, woman um based in paris you know talking about the fact that actually traveling as a as a as a female you tend to think that asia might be the dangerous place but actually it's paris it's london and you know <clears throat> if we think about obviously the the unfortunate the, well not so let's let's not say unfortunate the horrific circumstances surrounding the death of people like sarah everard yeah and what's going on very close to home mm. um, that's something that that we should be talking about and highlighting uh companies that are giving confidence back to women in a practical way yeah. so that's a talk that's coming up soon um uh -huh. And she took a photo, a selfie with me. She's dressed in a, in a bright unicorn outfit. So that's pretty cool. Ballsy. 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 Easy yeah. to spot. Yeah. Love 100%. it. Yeah. yeah Love yeah. it. Love but yeah, it. no, like trying to do some really meaningful stuff. And I think I think that's the thing. Like you've, there's a lot of chat about things like NFTs and crypto, which obviously we've ch chatted about on the podcast a little bit. Yeah. I'll be honest. I couldn't give a shit about NFTs. No. Maybe I should. Maybe that makes me a bad technology journalist and I'll never, I'll never actually be a proper one. But I'm just not interested. But I am interested in people who are trying to do stuff that can positively impact society. And there is there is a lot of that going on here, which is really positive to see. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I'm with you. To be fair, like yeah, NFTs, crypto, cool. You could probably make an absolute killing in a short amount of time, and these kind of business founders will probably get snapped up by you know yeah. bigger fish, blah 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 blah. But realistically, I mean, you know, what 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 sort of real life application does an nft have apart from keeping it on your phone and you know playing it or watching it or whatever um yeah, yeah. Woohoo, i own this well why what does it yeah, matter yeah well I, I can watch it on youtube whenever yeah. i want like and if, if what are all these nfts going to do again to the carbon footprint like exactly. that's just that's just meaningless data that we're storing <laughs> yeah like, I there's, think... a, there's a few companies here beginning to kind of say well hang on a minute you've got thousands of photos and, and mm. digital assets like why like mm. let's have a think about the ones that are meaningful that might actually have some use like nfts it's a vanity thing mm. it's owning it's owning something and it's not even owning, owning something good it's not even owning something that's bespoke to you it's just no. owning something for the sake of owning it um and maybe maybe i'm really traditional but like if i want to own a painting it's because i want to own a painting to hang on the wall to physically look at yeah, yeah. like i totally get that like vr is a brilliant way of bringing art to people who who maybe don't have access mm. but nfts yeah no. i don't uh, yeah i'm with you with that one mate i'm uh, i'm not from that uh, that that side of things but yeah so it's good to see that this stuff with real life application and i guess what i'm trying to say is that is the kind of tech i guess will that in my opinion i would want to know more about and see and and how that can affect people um well, guess what, Keish? Listen to the podcasts that are coming up. You're going to be talking about some of these interviews <laughs> that we do in the next few weeks anyway. So whether very you like it or not, good. you're going to be learning about it. That is very true. That is very true. It's going to be forced forced on you. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good place. And then where, where, where are you at the moment? You, you, you're sat with the media. Uh, I, I'm in the media me. village. Yeah. Village yeah. is okay. stretching it. Yeah, yeah. It's a long corridor with some coffee and yeah. good Wi-Fi. Okay, fair enough. It's like, <laughs> stay awake. Here's some biscuits. Now yeah. get on and write about us. Yeah, no, fair enough. And, uh, and, and are they are they checking kind of what you're writing, or is it kind of uh, no, 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 okay, which they probably should because I'm not being overly complimentary at times. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. And if, have you been recognised? Is what I want to know. 
have I been recognized? Yeah. Only by people who vaguely know me. Really? Actually, no, there was one person who came up earlier, and it's quite embarrassing, because he's like, did you, do you remember me from like 2019 or 2018 or something? I was like, yes. No. Really? <laughs> did, did, did you and he wanted to, to at... talk about NFTs. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Did you, did you have to try and look at the, uh, the name tag and... and... Then try I, to I just, I just, I just feigned it, yeah. and I added him on WhatsApp, and yeah. he seemed very lovely. But he's an NFT artist, ah. and I was like, I'm really sorry, I'm not the person to talk to. I might know one or two people, but uh, mm. drop me a message, and I'll see if there's anyone that I can suggest you talk to. But yeah. Um, yeah. all I was thinking was, I must appear like a rude, ignorant twat, and what is an NFT artist? Yeah, that's very true. Maybe we should get him on to explain his job. <laughs> No. <laughs> let's let's get him on. Let's get him on. Well, he seemed lovely, but no, yeah. that's not that's not the direction we're taking the show. In a no, 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 no. I know. I'm I'm just pulling your leg. But um, but yeah, no. <laughs> Seems like you've had a great time, mate. To be honest, uh, judging by your always experience. do. Is it is Tell there a leaving what? party tonight with? Uh... Um, well, so there's there's unofficial parties going on all over town. Mm. Web Summit themselves aren't actively. They're not kind of like promoting night summit in quite the way that they normally do because obviously covid and everything um i mean earlier in the week i ended up in a soft play ball pit uh karaoke yeah. moment which was it was a was a moment of like is this covid safe yeah that's very true but everyone there had had been vaccinated okay or had a negative test so i suppose yeah. it's better than the tube yeah, no, that's true. That is very true. And especially the tube on a Thursday morning, like it was this morning, it was ram. And how many people had masks on? Uh, I would say less than 50%. Dickheads. Mm. Yeah, I'd definitely say less than 50%. <sighs> oh, dear. Mm. Never mind. Anyway. Right, we're getting off topic. Um, no, actually, Web Summit's been pretty awesome. It's been great to see that people are here and enthusiastic. And mm. I actually think the the event has done a very good job in the circumstances. So well done, Paddy and his team. Um, and the volunteers are as warm and as hospitable as they ever are. And the city of Lisbon is a wonderfully friendly place. So mm. if you're wondering if it's worth going for 2022, you know what? This show is very big. There is a lot of fluff. There is a lot that you're like, meh. But Margot, one of the talks on today's sh- on well, on this, on this playlist, you know, she's at university right now and she's loved it. And... Maybe I'm jaded and cynical at the tender age of 36. And mm. if someone who's in their early 20s thinks it's a good place to be and there's loads to learn, then who am I to argue? Very true. Very true. Well, we look forward to hearing, um, hearing all the interviews. There we go. Uh, have a lovely weekend, everyone. We'll be back proper uh, early next week. And um, if, you've not, if you're not doing anything at 4 o'clock GMT on Tuesday, why not tune in to the Harvey Nash Group as we launch our DLR Live with a very lovely panel, all of whom have been on this podcast. So if you're a listener, um, you'll be like, oh, we know these people. There they are. We, we're going to put the, the, the link to the, the stream somewhere. We or, will. Yeah, yeah. Socials. It's Socials. already there. Yeah. Follow, follow HN. Hang on. Eight, heart, oh, tech, to, tech double underscore talks. Took me a while to remember what the tag was. Yeah. Let's go to Twitter. Tech double underscore talks. There you go. Lovely. Yeah, on it, sharp, know the socials. <laughs> it's not your job, mate. We've got someone else that manages that one, don't we? I should probably know what our social handles that are. That is very true. That is very mm. true. Well, all right. You know now. Thanks for your time, mate. It's all right. No worries. I'll see you soon. <laughs>